0: You are listening to Aldrin Sempia on SAFM. It is 11 minutes now before 5 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Professor Pascal O who's a professor of microbiology and global health and the founding chair of the HIV AIDS and global health research program at the University of Venda. Um, He was recently awarded um, the AB2 rating as a scientist by the National Research Foundation. According to the University of Venda, this kind of rating is given to individuals for whom all or the overriding majority of reviewers are firmly convinced that the applicant enjoys considerable international recognition for the high quality and impact of his or her recent research output, and uh, the prof is now joining us on the line. Prof, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us.
1: Hi, good afternoon, Adrian. How are you?
0: I'm well, I'm well. Thank you so much, Prof, for making time for us. So, so what is a is it a B two or is it a B minus two rating? How do we, how do you even pronounce it? <laughs>
1: Well, it's a B two rating. Um, it's a B two rating with the different categories. You know, so you have you have from from C three, C two, C one, B three, B two, and E. Mm-hmm.
0: So, so what does a B two mean?
1: Well, the B two, uh, in essence, means that uh, the the research output and the impact thereof of that of that of that individual question. Um, has international recognition,
0: and 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 uh, would this be international recognition being being cited in journals, or international recognition in which sense?
1: Yeah, so so what well, today the process goes is that you know you submit you submit you submit the evidence as required as required by the National Research Foundation, and this is sent out to peers nationally as well as internationally, mm-hmm. and then they make a judgment call in terms of the portfolio that um, you, have, you have submitted. Yeah. So they look at the variety of things, you know, the citations, in terms of how you're advancing the science, um, in terms of how other researchers are using your work, um, in terms of the students you are training in that particular field of expertise. And so a whole lot of stuff, you know, to come out with a determination in terms of who is this person.
0: And tell us then about the research that you've done that also looks at um the gut infection on child growth as well as development as and, and, and also the response to vaccines.
1: Yes, um, um this was this was an international study that was that was done in South Africa, um as well as seven other sites, you know, that um, were in, in Tanzania, in Brazil, in Peru, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Um and Brazil as well, and then with also certain um, and collaborators from the U.S. Um, um, and from Europe. And the whole idea was to say, what, what, what are the interactions? What actually impacts a child growth on development from birth? And so the child is born and exposed to the environment. In this case, we're looking at those infections that the child picks up as the child goes older. And how do these infections infect the child's growth in stature, in cognitive development, and how the child may respond to vaccines um, in terms of the expanded program on immunization? Are these, are these infections having an effect on the benefit that the child is expected to get from these vaccines? So, um, in essence, that was the study. It was, I would say, one of the biggest ever studies done. And so my role in that study was as one of the principal investigators, as well as the South African investigator and, and South African lead investigator as well. So that was that was a very important study. It was funded by the Gates Foundation, um, 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 with inputs from different from different funders as well. It ran for five years, and the data, in a way, is still being analysed um, by some other researchers. So, yeah. So it had well, happened? A strong impact in terms of how the kids, and, and in particular the kids from communities of low socioeconomic status, how, how are they um, affected in terms of the infections of the gut? Yeah. Even though they did not show you a disease, but how does that affect
0: them in other ways? Yeah, That's right. and so looking at the demographic of um, the children that this research would have focused on, um, with the research have also looked at the impact that um, that stunting would have on a child's ability to respond to vaccines. I don't know if there's any correlation at all.
1: Yes, we did. We did. We did. One of the one of the key findings from that study was that, um, um, and that many times it is not so much in terms of. In terms of what the child shows of a illness, but the load and the pathogen load, the quantum of the germs in the intestine, in the large intestine of the child, has a correlation in terms of the growth of that of that of that child. So kids may become stunted, although they have good food and good nutrition, but a mitigating factor is low of that. Time. In the intestine, and this is something which we do not expect to find, because many cases, for example, if you have an infection, we expect to find a It is showing itself, you know, either by diarrhea or some other things that you can you can see as a symptom and signs. But a child could be very well, a child can look very healthy, but the child is not going well, you know, because of the packaging load. Mm-hmm. And this, and this, and this, we also saw that this this also affects. In terms of the antibody fighter, you know, when you get a vaccine, you expect the body to, and it provoked to release a certain level of antibodies. And, w- and we're able to show an association that as the child has a higher burden of intestinal infection, this also reduces the amount and the level of antibodies that the child can produce, you know, to weight off the child with infection
0: a prof a final one um i see that you are also part of um the leading or leading the team of researchers at Univen on the surveillance of covid-19 through wastewater based epidemiology um in selected districts in the Limpopo province it's 2024 it is uh, the 27th of february do we still have covid-19
1: well from what from what we are seeing we are seeing some signals um um in fact, what we are looking at is that we sample some of the wastewater um uh, influent sorry, you know the influent wastewater coming to the treatment plant. So we sample them every week um, as a way of keeping an eye in terms of what may be happening in the community. So we are still seeing some signals based on the RNA levels that we are detecting, but it fluctuates. You know, this week we may see something, and next week we see nothing. So at this time we can't say what is really going on, but and the surveillance is very important because it may give us an early warning signal if something is amiss in our communities.
0: Okay, Prof, thank you so much for your time and congratulations on this recognition as well. Professor Pascal um, Obesong, Professor of Microbiology and Global Health and also the founding chair of the HIV AIDS and Global Health Research Program at the University of Venda, better known as UNIVEN.